Listen up. This will only take a second. The team at There's No Script to Life loves to use Anchor. Anchor is super easy to use. Anchor is free. And Anchor allows us to spread our message through different platforms such as Apple Music, Spotify, amongst others. Please take the time and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bye! Live when you are ready to roll. I got like this little fucking line here. It drives me nuts. Start taking more of your hymns. Do I got it? It's good back here. It's good here, but this, it's just not, <laughs> not so, so much, much here. here, here. <laughs> or here, right but good. right here. Uh, all right. Episode 25, the do's and don'ts to your cheat meal. Your cheat meal. Your, not my cheat meal. Your cheat your, meal. Your ass. It's got to be your bowl. It's got to be your bowl. All right. All right, here we go. Three, two. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of There's No Script to Life. Episode 25, the do's and don'ts to your cheat meal. All right, so we're coming up on football season. Actually, we've already started football season or the fall season, if you're not a football fan. But most of us uh, tend to want to enjoy the weekend. We may have some heavier beers. We may have some, some not-so-great foods for us, right? So uh, Kyle and I decided that we kind of want to help you guys out and give you a little insight on how you can properly plan for your cheat meal and some uh, kind of dispel some myths and kind of give you some more facts on how to do that. Um, you know, we got a lot of good stuff and we're not going to go all over it right now. You know, we'll kind of discuss that as we go into it, but we just want to make sure we're helping you guys set yourself up to succeed during this fall season and how to enjoy this fall season. Whether, like I said, whether that's heavier beers that you like to uh, drink, pumpkin beers or pumpkin um, flavored coffees or anything like that. And then some heavier foods. I know today I just had a, a fantastic chili that I made. So we kind of want to give you guys some good inside tips on how to properly uh, plan for that and succeed and enjoy uh, your weekend, which is when we're mostly going to do that. So Kyle, what do you think? What did you eat today, Kyle? Did you, did you cheat on your, on your, uh, your diet or, or how did that look for you today? Goddamn right. I did Mike. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. Um, fall season comes around, winter season comes around. We call it bulking season. Some people, we call it loosening up the belt a little bit. Um, as you had mentioned, football comes around. So even if you're not a football fan, I feel like when it is the fall season, whether you like football or not, I feel like that's really America's sport, right? And I feel like that's when the parties get together and everybody wants to bring over their dish or their contribution to the party. And let's face it, guys. If you're going to a party where everyone's eating hummus and celery and kale and everything like that, like, all right, man, I'm not hanging out at that party very long, right? <laughs> We're out of there real quick. Yeah, so you're right. It, this is the time of the year where people – another thing to look at is, you know, we, we start wearing more clothes, right? You know, yeah, that's a good point, really good yeah, point. You're, you're wearing hoodies more, long sleeve shirts, coats, things of that nature. So you kind of feel like it's okay. I could loosen up a little bit. Yeah. So – uh, again, what we're going to discuss today, guys, is the benefits, the do's to, to a cheat meal, and then the don'ts and the disadvantages to a cheat meal. So one thing that to get really started uh, in, in this conversation, I think that, that should be played out. And Mike, I know you've said this actually in, in previous uh, episodes, which I like a lot. I know this is something I think you do yourself and, and something that you recommend for a lot of the clients you work with, is when you look at a cheat meal even the, just the just the word the phrase cheat meal right it, it almost has a connotation to it that it's like i'm doing something bad right, right. Or, or i'm doing something i should not be doing or 
I'm doing something that's against the rules. So it almost gives you that mental idea that it's like, I'm doing something and this can come with it a lot of guilt or a lot of shame, right? Mm -hmm. So there are a tremendous amount of benefits to incorporating cheat meals. But as I mentioned, Mike, I think you said you do this or you, you implement this a lot of your clients is don't necessarily make it a quote unquote cheat meal, but incorporate it into your regular diet, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to, to keep, keep track of because if you do that, if you just, if you routinely schedule this as a part of your normal diet, you're not going to have that forbidden fruit, if you will, for a kind of a pun, for forbidden fruit <laughs> um, idea or mindset where it's like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. This is bad. I'm going to feel a lot of guilt later. I'm going to feel a lot of shame later. Because when you incorporate it into your regular diet, it's status quo. You just go with the flow of it, right? So mm-hmm. starting things off, I think that's something that we should really take a look at when we call it a cheat meal. Don't look at it as like I'm breaking the rules. Now look at it as like, this is my now regular schedule. Um, refeed is a term that's used uh, commonly within the fitness world and, and in the, the world of nutrition. Um, you know, a, a time for you to refeed your muscles, refeed your body, and not only your muscles and your body, but also your mental well-being also. Mm-hmm. So when you look at incorporating in a cheat meal to your, to your diet, make sure you're, you're making this a regular planned diet. Now, I know one thing that I did back in my bodybuilding days, not, and when I say bodybuilding days, I never stepped on stage and competed in bodybuilding. But I think that's when, in, in my life, that's when I was really, really super strict. I mean, I mean, talking uh, neurotic, like, like uh, sitting in the grocery store for two and a half hours because I'm reading every label on every single thing and accounting. And bringing every 12 dozen uh, hard-boiled eggs on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Reading all the macronutrients, knowing at all hours of the day how many macronutrients are in my body. So when I used to do that, I would actually cycle my cheat meals. So instead of having them every Sunday at noon, we'll call it, I would have them one week would be on Sunday at noon. The next week it would be at Wednesday at noon. The next week it would be on Friday at noon. So that way my body truly never understood what the hell was going on. And I always maximize the benefits of the cheat meal. That's another thing too. When you're, when you're incorporating a cheat meals, you want to make sure you're, this cheat meal is going to do a lot of work for you long-term, right? And, and part of your training routine. So, and that's something too, that I think that we're going to talk obviously about the nutrition aspect, but I think that's something that's important to keep an eye on too, is make sure that this cheat meal that you're going to incorporate into your diet is going to maximize the potential of your work in the, in the gym or whenever it is you do, or wherever it is you do your, your fitness routine. So, I know for me personally, Mike, when I incorporate a cheat meal, I like to have it usually the day before either like a leg workout or maybe a heavy chest workout, right? Like a day that I really need to, as much energy and as much um, extra calories as I possibly could. So right. recognizing that a cheat meal should be incorporated into your diet and not just kind of spurred upon um, and then be mindful. Be mindful of what it is you're consuming on those cheat meals. I know you said earlier, Mike, like about, you know, heavier beers and things like that. And, you know, some people like their wines and so on and so forth. And, and by all means, it's your diet, it's your cheat meal, it's your routine, it's your body. You do whatever it is you want. But I also like to keep, keep aware, do I want to take in five, six, seven hundred calories of empty calories of beer 
or do I want to take five, six, seven hundred extra calories of maybe some chicken wings or I'm getting some added protein or some pizza where I'm getting some carbohydrates and, and, and a glycogen refuel. So I think it's, I think when you're looking at it initially, Mike, it's important to look at a few of those things, incorporate it into your regular diet, make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck with your cheat meal and try to be as mindful as you can of what it is you are consuming on your cheat meals. I feel like those were three action steps and we could just end it right there. That was perfect. <laughs> that was it. The do's and don'ts guys. See you later. <laughs> Thanks for joining in. Uh, but no, you hit everything you hit on Kyle is spot on. It was really great. So I think one thing that we really need to, to think about is what your goals are. Right. Like, you know, it, it, are you weight loss? Are you trying to gain weight? Whatever it is and kind of work backwards from there. But um, something that you did say that I really, really enjoy. And I do, I bring it up a lot with the people that I work with and that I coach is making it part of your, your weekly routine and don't let it, don't let it just come upon you and just be um, a spur of the moment thing. Cause that's when you get yourself in a lot of trouble. If you're somebody who really struggles with nutrition and you're somebody who struggles with consistency, um, if you allow a cheat meal to be spurred upon you, you're in big trouble a lot of the time. So don't let that happen. So what I always encourage people to do is meal plan or meal prep or, or figure out what your meals are going to look like for the week. And that, that's up to you how you want to do that. Some people can plan out their whole meals and just write it down on a sheet of paper or a, a dry erase board and they know what it's going to be. Some people need to physically prep the meals for the week. But whatever you need to do, have that plan. And when you're, when you're creating that plan, like Kyle said, make sure you incorporate that into your, your weekly routine. And it's routine, not just um, a spur of the moment. Hey, I'm going to go out for happy hour and go and fuck up everything that I've done all week. So it, build it in. And for me, and this is, this is what works best for me, my wife and I, we like to get takeout on Saturday night. You know, we used to go out for dinner, but ever since our little guy got here and he's, uh, he's about 15 months now. So going out to dinner is a little bit tougher with him now. So we'll do takeout, <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. So especially in the COVID so, world too. Ooh, oh yeah. Crazy. But what we like to do is we like to build it in. We know that usually, usually Saturday nights, again, that's what works for us. We know that we're going to do whatever we need to do during the day. And then we're going to order takeout that night. And like Kyle said, use those calories to benefit you. So I'm going to use those um, extra calories. I'm going to eat usually more protein, whether that's mm -hmm. chicken or beef or beans or something like that. That's usually where I'm going to get it. Or I'm going to try to get it decent carbs with a little bit of flavor. I'll eat my brown rice and stuff like that if we do a Mexican dish or something uh, along those lines. But try to maximize it and get the most out of it. So uh, building it into your weekly routine is going to be huge. And then uh, a lot of people like to um, – use their cheat meal for social events. Mm -hmm. I know we used to do Fast Shit Sunday. Fast Shit buddies. Sundays, yeah. Fast Shit Sundays. <laughs> so for, for all of you that are listening that are Eric, uh, Nick, Josh, Gatsy, Ferris, Christina, all you guys that used to do Fast Shit Sunday with us, if you don't know what it is, it was literally just Sunday afternoon. We'd all get together at our buddy Ferris's house, and we would just order a shit ton of food. We would uh, bring a ton of food. People would um, make food, whatever it was. And it would be just like a buffet of just eating the worst kind of food you possibly could. But for those of us that were worrying about what we were eating, we built that in and knew that Sunday night, that's what we were doing. Right. So we were fully aware of that, right? Um, so just build that in and be, uh, be, be aware of what you're eating. Again, I think that's the biggest thing with this. Uh, but and, and I want to go into this part too, Kyle, um, and I hope that's where we're going to go next. But the psychological aspect of it. Yeah. Right? We're, a lot of us are so consumed by what we're eating. And we forget why we're eating. 
and sure. it, it would just become like a, it just becomes like we're robots okay i just need to eat chicken broccoli and rice chicken broccoli and rice chicken, chicken broccoli and rice and it, it would become so uh used to that that our mind becomes kind of fried and you get overwhelmed with it and you get bored with it yeah. and once you become bored with something chances are you're going to go in the complete opposite direction yeah so it's a complete opposite direction of chicken rice and broccoli pizza Fred, I was just going to say fried chicken. Fried chicken. General Tso's chicken. General Tso's chicken and, yeah. and uh, refried rice. But don't, don't not plan that. Again, it needs to be part of your routine so that for the psychological aspect, we'll talk about that in a second, that you can recharge, you can refresh, and you can be okay yeah. with that, right? And yeah, because that's I think something my- we should talk about. Yeah. And Mike, you're right with the psychological aspect of it. That's a, that's a critical role, right? Because when you're, and we've, we've mentioned this before in the past, uh, we don't even like to call it a diet per se, right? Because whatever it is you eat consistently is your diet. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're eating nachos and Doritos all day long, that's your diet that is your diet. Yep. Yeah. So you, you want to incorporate, uh, you, you want to have a sustainable, healthy lifestyle of what you consume each day and then incorporate in the little areas where you can give your mind and your body a little bit of a break and treat yourself a little bit. Yep. So you're right. It, I, I don't care how dedicated you are. Um, I, I guess if you, you are a competitive bodybuilder and you're getting ready for you know six weeks, eight weeks out, even those guys, the guys that compete in the Mr. Olympias, I mean, off-season pictures, you, Mike, you and I, we've shared pictures of guys like – Huge, Lee Priest, right? if you guys are listening to this right now, Google Lee Priest. Lee Priest, yeah. <laughs> Lee Priest, he's, he's, he's an admitted steroid user, maybe even abuser, but that, that's not the point of it. Just go and Google Lee Priest, and you'll, you'll know it's him by his eye tattoo. He looks like uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, yeah. Right? It's crazy. Is it, it might be the same exact one, but Google Lee Priest jacked, and it'll show you his, um, his bodybuilding, his, his competitive physique, and then mm-hmm. Google Lee Priest offseason. And you'll see him literally eat at McDonald's. He yeah. looks like he looks like anybody else, but only he's got this huge gut. You wouldn't have any idea that he that he works right. out for a living. It helps other people work out for a living. It's absolutely crazy. It's wild, so, yeah. But like like I said, they, you know, so so those guys. But that's part of their job too. Don't yep. forget. So that's their livelihood. That's how they get they make money on, on shows and endorsements and, and and sponsors and things like that. So, so when they are competing, when they're six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks out, that's when they start incorporating their bodybuilding diet for the specific goals you had mentioned to step on stage and, and be the leanest and, and, and most full that they can. So looking at it from that psychological standpoint, which is very critical, I think, Mike, like we talk about a lot, to have a healthy, to have a healthy lifestyle you, you have to be committed to it long-term and it yep. has to be sustainable, right? So I don't care who you are. There's a reason these professional bodybuilders only do 12, eight, 10, eight week diets because I don't care how committed you are. It's I'm not telling sustainable. You, yeah, you're going to lose your friggin' mind if yep. all you eat is chicken breast, broccoli, and rice every meal, every single day. I don't, it does not make a difference. Nope. So that mental uh, break, even for people like average Joe's like you and I who eat clean, right? Like I'll throw some hot sauce on my chicken throughout the week. I'll throw some, you know, some A little bit of flavoring. Rice. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not going to deprive myself completely. But even that, over time, if I do that every single day, it's gonna, it, I'm just going to break. I'm not going to be able to last. And as we see so often, people just fall right off the tracks. 
and they completely go from from one end of the spectrum to the other and now they're all they're fucked six ways from sunday and they don't know how to get back on where they need to be so that's Time like, out. let's let's go back to this what what does fuck six ways from sunday actually mean i don't know i've, I've heard that a million times i never understood I it i don't know why I they picked sunday out of all days of the week too. i know right sorry to cut you fuck six ways from tuesday <laughs> I was just hoping you had an answer. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I really don't know. But yeah, so again, the psychological aspect, there's no question about it that incorporating a, a, a meal for you to splurge on is important. Now, from a physical standpoint as well, Mike, let's talk about that, how mm-hmm. important it is. When uh, most of us, I should say most of us that are committed to a healthy lifestyle, you are most times either in a calorie de- deficit or in a calorie maintenance, at least, throughout your week, right? So from Monday, for me, for instance, especially during football season, from Monday to Sunday afternoon, I'm in at least a calorie maintenance, probably sometimes a calorie deficit, based off of how my training goes, because that plays a role in your calorie Mm -hmm. deficit. So if I'm burning, you know, 800 calories per workout, yeah, exactly, that's going to play a role. But so you are going to be in a calorie deficit or at bare minimum a calorie maintenance uh, uh, routine. So when you incorporate that cheat meal into your diet, you are going to be in a calorie surplus. So what that will do for your physical body is, as we mentioned the term before, refeed, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the number one nutrient that everybody in the dieting world is afraid of? They don't want to touch. They don't want to go near. What do you think, It's that that C word, right? Yeah, it begins with a C, sounds like arms. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's funny because we have this, this preconceived notion that carbs are bad, right? And I, I don't know where it actually, I'm sure it's come from a lot of different places, but we well, think with that- fad diets. With fad yeah, diets, I guess fad yeah, diets, that's a big one. Yeah, they pick it up and they, and, and they market and brand what they're- Low carb, low yeah, carb. Yeah, low carb, keto, Atkins, yep. the whole nine yards. And let's face it, uh, carbohydrates, in the wrong carbohydrate form, yep. sim- simple sugars, white breads, white pastas, mm-hmm. um, things like that, no question they cause you to to gain weight because your body yep. can only produce so much insulin and then it only uses so much of the of, of the of the carb you're eating for muscle it can't burn it all off exactly it it. yep right so, so it, go ahead i was just saying it's important that we do take carbs in right and we've done a whole episode on this if you go yeah. back and check it out um i don't remember which one it was but it, it's the importance of carbs really is when we break it down carbs job is to give us energy like if we yeah. just want to be just nice and easy you need carbs so if you've ever met somebody or if you've ever actually been on a low carb diet, you've probably noticed how low energy you have. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I was talking with somebody a few weeks ago who who's trying to lose a lot of weight and they they messaged me and they said, Hey, I'm at um, 800 calories a day. I'm doing great. I lost um, nine pounds in a month. And mm-hmm. I immediately called them and I said, what the hell's going on? Like, <laughs> let, let's bring that up. Like, let's talk, let's bring that up and let's figure out where you should be. But they had the, again, they had it, low carb like I'm, I'm not taking in a lot and then um i'm gonna lose weight and i was like no let, let's figure it all out and most of their calories are coming from protein anyways so yeah we had, we had to you know rework a lot of stuff but what the biggest thing they said was i'm so tired because i'm not taking in a lot of calories yeah uh, you know even less carbs so carbs are good carbs are good right yeah says it in the name good carbs but we want to be aware of where we're getting them from so we're yeah. uh, a great one to get your good carbs from guys are vegetables I know a lot of us as adults, we're afraid of vegetables. I don't know where the shit that comes from. Yeah. But eat your vegetables, guys. They're, they're good for you. We need them. Sure. Um, it, it's so important. You can, they don't have to be bland. 
like we were talking earlier, chicken and, and broccoli, 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 broccoli. Mm-hmm. Right? You can season the shit out of that. Make it taste great. Throw a little bit of fresh, fresh um, herbs on there. Um, you can boil them. You can bake them. You can grill them. It's up to you. You have endless options. And I'm going to tell you guys about something really neat that I found out a few months ago. It's called Google. <laughs> Literally just how do I make broccoli you just found taste out about good? Google a few months ago? Yeah. <laughs> I've been using Yahoo, man. I'm I'm way oh, behind. That makes sense. Right. But if you literally just Google how do I make broccoli taste good and still be healthy, you'll get all these options. Sure. Now a lot of them you'll have to sift through and, and find out what's bullshit and what's not bullshit. But there's tons of options out there for you to make not just broccoli, but carrots, cauliflower. Um, I know Kyle's a big fan of Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. Brussels sprouts taste good. Is the the options are endless. But if you continue to have this mindset of Carbs are bad. Carbs are bad. Carbs are bad. You're going to be behind the eight ball your entire life when it comes to fitness sure. and nutrition. So we have to change that mindset. Yeah, you're definitely right, man. Because for some reason, carbs get such a bad knock in life. So again, going back to that psychological, or I'm sorry, the the physical standpoint yep. of of the of the benefits of the cheat meal is when you um, when you're doing a, a, a pretty consistent training regimen, you're depleting your body of carbohydrates, glucose, um, and, 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 the, and the nutrients that, that provide sustained energy for building muscle. So by doing that refeed in the cheat meal, a lot of times people tend to go more towards the sweets. And even if it's uh, even if you have more of a salty taste, you go towards the pizzas and things like that, the, the soul foods, the comfort foods, right? Yep. So you are refeeding your body with glycogen. You are refeeding your muscles with glycogen to support your next workout. That's why we said a little earlier, try to plan these accordingly so you're maximizing the complete benefit to what the cheat meal will provide you with. So that would be your psychological benefit and then your 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 physical benefit as well. Now, Mike, let's talk a little bit about the don'ts, the things that we should probably avoid when it comes to cheat meals. What do you yes. think? Of, how do you want to start it off? So one thing, uh, and I mentioned it earlier, is – don't let a cheat meal happen in the spur of the moment, right? Because if you do that, you're, you're off track. Chances are you probably already planned your cheat meal. So then you're already off track. So plan that cheat meal, build it in, build it in, build it in. Don't let a cheat meal sneak up on you. Right. I think that's really important. And another one that we talked about earlier, Kyle, this is a huge, huge, huge one. Huge. Huge with the Y. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> already says, I can't wait for my cheat day. Yes. Cheat days are bullshit. Don't do yeah. a cheat day, right? How many times have you heard that? It's not a cheat day, guys. It's a cheat meal. If right. we want have that mindset of a meal. Because if you have a whole day, what happens? We're going to go into the physical aspect of it and the mental aspect of a cheat day. The cheat day, you're going to feel like shit the next day because yeah. you consume more than you're used to and you consume things that you're not used to. You're probably putting grease into your body. You're probably putting a ton of bad carbs into your body. Um, you may have drunk, uh, drank some alcohol that you, you know, you're not used to taking in and you've done that over an entire, uh, an entire day. So mm-hmm. that the next day you feel like crap. And what it also does for you mentally is if you have a cheat day, you're going to say, okay, well, I had a cheat day today. I've already ruined my week. My week's fucked. So mm-hmm. I don't care. So I'll start again Monday. Right. 
And guys, being in the fitness world, I'll tell you the amount of times I've heard I'll start again Monday is mind blowing. <laughs> Do not start again Monday. Fuck six ways from Monday. That maybe that's why. Because there you start is, on right Monday, there. so you're fuck six ways from six Sunday. From Sunday. We Holy just got shit. it. Look at that. Holy at shit. That. We worked through it. I love it. Enlightening, man. I love <laughs> There's no that's script awesome. for life. We gotta that's figure it out. That's why you fuck six ways from Sunday because you start you fresh on Monday. Because <laughs> you fucked your cheat meals and started on Monday. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah, I like Let me regroup. Like I, I, I love that you said that. Don't don't turn your don't turn your cheat meal into a cheat day because yep. that that really is that's probably the one that I was going to go with as well. When it sorry, came to, I didn't mean to steal that from you. No, no, no. By all means, well, that's because you know we're like minded, Mike. So we, we there think we go. like so. But you're right, and, and this is tough for me, Mike, personally, because you know, and anyone that knows us personally knows that even a cheat meal for me is to the calorie consumption the equivalent of a, of a day. day for most people. <laughs> yeah. So because my appetite is absolutely ridiculous. So so I do like that. I'm going to piggyback off that. Don't let your cheat meal turn into a cheat day because all of the reasons you you had just mentioned, you really hit the nail on the head. You will destroy how you feel the very next day. You're even if you don't consume alcohol. I know I've been in this position before uh, since I stopped drinking. Is the next day I'll wake up feeling hungover. Like I'll, I'll, that's how bad I feel because yep. of all the shit that I just dumped into my body. So being mindful of hey, this is a cheap meal. I'm going to enjoy this. Another thing I, I, that I think is important to talk about what not doing when it's a cheap meal is um, is don't do it like you kind of mentioned it too like don't do it um like don't let it sneak up on you but really enjoy it right yes. so so don't do it on the run like don't don't just be oh shit it's seven o'clock i gotta eat real quick and let me just stop through mcdonald's real quick and i'll just pound down a quarter pounder with cheese or fries and, and milkshake and i'll just go home and, and that's it you're not getting the full benefit of nope. that cheat meal in every aspect that we talked about earlier, the psychological aspect as well as the physical, if you're just hammering down food real quick because it's time for you to get a quick cheat meal in. So make sure you plan out, as we said earlier, the cheat meal and make sure you allow yourself the freedom to sit down and truly enjoy that cheat meal, right? Because again, you, you're breaking the monotony of, of your day-to-day consistency enjoy it because what we see could happen is you uh, we said earlier guilt and shame can come rolling through with a cheat meal right where you could feel i'm a piece of shit i shouldn't have ate all that I, I know it was deserved but it was too much and i don't this and that and the other don't feel guilty about it don't feel shameful about it because guess what if you're consistent overall with your training and your and your regular eating habits you're not going to get lose all your quote unquote as the kids today like to call it your gains. You're gains. not going to yeah. You're not going to the Z. Yeah, you're not going to lose all your gains based off of that one meal. You're not going to completely not fit in any of your clothes the next day because of that one meal. You're not going to gain sixty pounds because of that one meal. A, a way that I really love looking at that and analogy I use is. You with that one cheat meal, you're not going to gain fifty pounds. It's the same way when people eat one salad after eating shitty their whole life. And they're like, well, I don't get it. I'm not losing weight. I just ate a salad yesterday. Well, yeah, dude, that's not how it works, man. So you really got to apply it to the opposite end as well. You're not going to lose your friggin' mind. Don't let guilt and shame uh, hammer you down. Get right back on track. Do what you got to do and go on about your day. Now, what I like to do, I'll talk from my personal standpoint, and then, Mike, you could talk about your personal standpoint with cheat meals. Um, again, now that we're in football season, I like to keep my cheat meals for Sunday afternoons. So that way I could sit with my friends. And that's another thing, too, that's great about, about cheat meals and, and a way you could truly enjoy it is, is enjoy it with other people, right? Yes. Other people that 
don't eat the way you do every single day. So you kind of could like share in that common bond of just kind of pigging out with each other, right? So, so sit down with some people. What I like to do is on Sunday mornings, um, I eat, I maintain my regular eating. So I, I obviously stay in the eating pattern of the, of the intermittent fasting. So when I start eating around 11 a.m., I'll eat my normal, my normal breakfast. I'll eat egg whites with some spinach, a little bit of oatmeal, a little bit of fruit, and then I'll go on. So then that way, when I get to around 12, 31 o'clock, when the, when the first NFL games start up, that's when I'll start my cheat meal, right? So I'll start eating some pizza. I'll start eating some wings, kind of like I did today. Um, and then I'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy my time with my friends. I'll enjoy my time watching football. I'll enjoy my time loosening up and, and relaxing and, and getting in foods that I like. But again, I'm eating chicken wings that are going to be high in protein because they're obviously chicken. I'm eating pizza and cheese that are going to have some protein and carbohydrates in them as well and some fats along with it. But then guess what? When I leave my buddy's house, I'm going right back to it for the rest of my eating diet. So, so when I came home today, what did I do? The only reason, because I wasn't prepared, I didn't have meals prepared, prepared yet, I made some more eggs. So I got home, I, ate, I made a few more eggs and some spinach, a little more oatmeal, and then I had a protein shake as well. And that was my meals for the day, right? So I picked, I started my day off with this normal routine, incorporated it in the cheat meal, and then went right back on track. So that's, I think, a, an important thing to remember, and that's my personal experience, is to run your day like you normally would around your cheat meal. Right when your cheat meal gets done, that doesn't mean it's like, oh shit, I can't eat anymore for the rest of the day. Now, if you have to eat lighter because you're too filled up, Go with salads, obviously, and things like that. But don't stop eating at 1.30 in the afternoon because, um, you know, because you're, you're, you're too stuffed because that's gonna, not going to be conducive with uh, a healthy way of living. How about you, Mike? What's some of your personal experience with cheat meals? So kind of like you, Kyle, I'll keep, it, I'll keep it consistent up until the cheat meal comes in. So uh, Fridays, like, or I'm sorry, on Saturdays, uh, I'll eat normally throughout the entire day. And then dinner comes up. It is what it is. We order what we order, and then we're, we're done. I maintain mm -hmm. it all the way up through that. And that's usually my last meal of the day. Or if I have to, I'll do a protein shake before bed or something like that. If I need, you know, if I had a lot of time in between meals, um, but just to kind of get up to where I need to be. But uh, for Sunday, Sunday's a little bit different now because of football season, right? Right. Football throws a wrench in everything. Man, they, well, I just hope they keep playing. I hope they don't throw that wrench at us. Yeah, That's right. all I care about. But Sundays, <clears throat> excuse me, Sundays are a little bit different. We'll wake up in the morning. What we like to do is we like to do family pancakes. So we'll get Kodiak pancakes. Pancakes. I love yes, pancakes. Pancakes, right? That's what we do. Kodiak pancakes or something similar. So for those of you that don't know what those are, they're very high protein pancakes. Um, I, I want to say they're 16, 16 grams of protein per pancake mm. or something like that. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a high source of protein and it's good. And then we'll do fresh fruits and we'll cut up. Those you cut up blueberries and strawberries and we'll have grapes as well. Um, or banana or something with it. My son loves it. I love it. My, my uh, wife loves it. It's just a good time for us to get together and really enjoy breakfast because we don't get to do that often. So we're still making smart choices there, but it's a little bit more loose than your typical egg omelet, like you said, Kyle, a couple egg whites with spinach and uh, oatmeal. So it's a little bit different there, but we're still staying kind of consistent. And then we'll go throughout the day. Then uh, we'll have lunch and everything. But game time, now I'm a huge Steelers fan, so they played at one today. I made sure that my chili was ready to go. <laughs> so it was in my mind, I played it as a cheat meal, right? Because how often am I eating chili? I'm not eating chili often. But what I did was I, I make smart choices with it. I make it from scratch. I get extra lean ground turkey. So I'm looking for 98% lean meat from my turkey. I use that. I season it with low sodium or reduced sodium chili powder. 
and then I buy the the no salt added or reduced sodium kidney beans, um, black beans, and then I'll get the no sodium or no salt added tomatoes, and I'll throw that in there and then fresh vegetables out the wazoo for that. So my mind, I think I'm getting that cheat meal, so it's kind of good for a Sunday. But at the same time, it's it's not that bad because I, I make smart choices with it. And then right. the rest of the day is, is normal. So eating eating well doesn't have to be too bad. Uh, you know, it, it's actually pretty good if you make it work that way. But like you said, for the most part, Kyle, it's it's consistent all the way up till the time I eat that meal. Yeah. And then I eat that meal and enjoy it. And you mentioned how you need to enjoy it. Enjoy it. Share it with a friend. Share it with the spouse. Share it with your your children or whoever it is. Enjoy that time together. Because food does bring us bring us together, so enjoy it. And then when it's over, it's over. Uh, you live your life like you normally would. So that that's big to me. But something else, and we'll kind of get through a couple more of these, not quickly, but we'll we'll hit on them a little bit. Um, for whatever reason, we like to eat until we're stuffed, and we have to sit on the couch <laughs> and unbutton our pants, or sit on the toilet and unbuckle. Or sit yeah. on, <laughs> sit on the well, I hope you don't buckle your pants if you're sitting on the toilet. <laughs> unless you, unless you ate that. that <laughs> Yeah, right. That might have been a cheat day, but don't don't eat until you're stuffed. Eat until you're satisfied. You know that for some people it's one full plate. For some people it's two full plates. But don't get to the point of where you feel hungover. Yeah, that's a big one. Like Never that. go into a cheat meal when you're starving, right? Because then you're just going to order way too much, which goes into the eating till you're stuffed, not satisfied. So make sure you stick on your. Um, let's save those to the action sets. So don't hammer on them too much with the episode. Oh, you want to do the? Okay, I'm that, sorry. I know yeah, you that's do why those I wasn't really sets. trying to touch so much on them. Okay, sorry, sorry. I thought you highlighted those so we. Could no, <laughs> I should have said that to you beforehand. I figured we could use those to the action sets because they were quick. Perfect. No, that's perfect. Sorry. So. Okay, count it back when you're ready. Where do you want me to pick up from? Uh, you pick. You left off with um, never eat until your never eat when you are famished. I think. Okay, so do, did you stop recording that? No, I didn't stop recording. A okay, so we're still recording. All right, yep. Dustin. So make sure you cut off the um, the the famished part, right? We don't want that in. Yeah. Okay. Let's just stick. With, we'll just stick with eating when you're stuffed. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Dustin, you're the man, buddy. Thank you. Three, two. Yeah. So whatever whatever it is that you guys need to get that satisfaction from eating, stick to that. Don't go to the point of like Kyle said. You're sitting on the toilet trying to unbutton your pants. Hands you're on or off. <laughs> it's on or off. Because you're already in a world of trouble at that point. So again, just, just know what you like. Eat that. Enjoy it. Once it's done, it's done. Move on. Live your life like you normally would. Now, Mike, I have to ask you this. This is a critical, critical oh, question. All right. How was the chili? Dude, the chili was fantastic. We had, was it? We had some friends over. Um, you sent us a picture of it in our group text of it, and I was like, damn, dude, that looks like some solid chili. Dude, it was good. I made um, probably two pounds of ground turkey. And then mm. it just like there was like four cans of um, no salt added, reduced sodium, mm-hmm. kidney beans, black beans, and I think I threw, I might have thrown lima lima beans in this time as well. Throw the whole kitchen sink of beans every, in there. Everything I had to make a special trip to to the grocery store yesterday to get all that. Oh but again, boy! You can make smart choices with it. Reduce yeah. sodium, low sodium, no salt. Rinse right. it off just to be sure. Well, Mike, and, and that's something that I think is really important that you said too is, and we talked about this early in the episode is. Um, make your cheat meal work for you too, right? Yep. There's, there's, again, we're not telling anyone how to eat. Listen, if you want to sit down and eat a box of Oreos for your cheat meal, or you want to sit down and eat an entire strawberry shortcake, knock your friggin' socks off and have a blast it's for with you. It. Yeah, it's yeah, for you. It's your, that's the point of the episode. Your cheat meal, right? But 
I like I like how you I mean chili is is that's a pretty nutrient macronutrient packed meal right you get a lot of proteins a lot of good fats a lot of good carbohydrates in there so you're enjoying the mental break of your day to day eating consistency but you're also splurging a little right you're you're going for a little bit more taste but you're you're hammering the important nutrients that it takes to build muscle, to lose fat, the whole nine yards, even if it's not what's consistent with your regularly eating, you're getting that break psychologically. You're getting a probably a calorie surplus because beans and meat like that are going to be pretty Ooh, heavy loaded. in calories, yep. right? <laughs> yeah. And, um, but you're still getting a lot of the, the, the essential nutrients that are, are involved in building muscle, losing fat, and the whole nine yards of that. Yep. And the other thing too, guys, to always remember, again, this, to sum this, this whole episode up perfectly, I think, is remember to stay 80 20. If you if you if you stay if you eat 100% clean 80% of the time, you will be on to on on track with your fitness goals, right? That other 20% it's not going to derail you from from achieving what it is you want. So if you eat 100% clean 80% of the time, you're going to be just fine, right? Most of us are not looking to step on stage as bodybuilders. Most of us are not professional athletes. We don't get paid for our bodies necessarily. Um, you know what I mean? It's, 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 don't go crazy and overthink it. Keep it simple, stupid. 80%, yep. 100% clean, 80% of the time, and you'll be right on where you need to be. No, that, that's absolutely spot on, Kyle. And that's what I tell people that I coach is, like you said, we're not training to be professional athletes. We're not training to be competitive bodybuilders. We're training to be, to be functioning adults who can – who can live our lives, who can wake up and go to work every morning, be healthy, not have to worry about, um, you know, any, any medical issues that, you know, are out of our control because we're doing what we can to take care of ourselves. And right. we want to be able to, to spend time with our family and our friends and be healthy and feel good while we're doing mm-hmm. that. So like you said, Kyle, 80, 20, that's absolutely spot on. Eat hundred percent correct. 80% of the time. That's it. Uh, and, and you'll be all right. And that 20% is usually going to come from some cheat meals, which are, which are going to be perfect. Meals, not days. Exactly. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> I love it, Kyle. Very um, good, Mike. I think we I think we got our point across tonight. I'm glad we got to talk about it. And what a great day to talk about it after we both got done gorging ourselves with cheese. Oh, man. <laughs> I, and I'm not going to lie. I'm going to throw this in here. Um, we had some friends over. They brought their, their little boy over to play with our son. And we watched some football and just um, just talked. It's great to kind of catch up and, and spend that time together. Yeah. And by the way, we also went with them this morning. We went in, to a trampoline park here in Myrtle Beach. And uh, – we spent about an hour and a half there, dude, and I got my ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> jumping up and down on those things, man. But I had the time of my life. But it, again, so it was my day off from working out, but I had, I like to call it active recovery active by doing rest, flips yeah. on the trampoline. Yeah. Have a good time. But Love anyway, it. so it was cool. But when they came over tonight, they brought over some stuff as well. And, um, you know, it was great just to catch up. But they did bring over some pumpkin. Oh, man, what the hell was it? Apple, caramel apple pumpkin cookies. Oh. And I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I had four of them, and then uh, I was giving little pieces to the to the boys. He's sweating right now. For those oh, that my. can't see it, I'm watching him in the uh, audio, and he's actually sweating right now. That, that took a lot of courage for you to admit, Mike. I, I'm, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy you feel comfortable enough with our audience to let it that was, out. It was great. I, and again, like you'll have a moment of weakness. I didn't plan for those cookies, <laughs> but they brought them. They were in front of me, and I was like, you know what? I jumped on the trampoline today. I'm cool. Yeah, there's but, no script to life. I'm gonna eat these no cookies. But but they're gone now. Um, I enjoyed them. I don't feel bad about it. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I moved on, and here I am talking nutrition with you guys. 
<laughs> Excellent, man. Good stuff. The do's and the don'ts to your cheat meal. Hopefully, we, we provided you guys with enough information, um, enough reassurance not to lose your freaking minds if you do go off the tracks a little bit because you're not going to completely derail the train by, by splurging a little bit. So let's hit some action steps. Mike, go ahead. Lead us off. So number one, uh, a really big thing, Kyle, and, and you and I talk about this all the time, but don't go back for seconds. Mm. We hit on that a little bit earlier with uh, eating till you're satisfied, not stuffed. Mm-hmm. Don't go back for seconds. Yeah. Get as much as you can. What I tell people that I coach is as much as you can fit on your plate or two plates, whatever you bring with you, that's it. You're done. Don't go back for those seconds because once yeah. you go back for seconds, you're going to start picking at some other stuff. And then Absolutely. those seconds turn into thirds and fourths and you're in trouble. So don't go back for seconds. Kyle, what do you have for us? Go back for seconds. So my action step is going to be share your favorite cheat meal with your friends, right? Or with your family. However it is you want to say, Mike, you talked about it earlier, how it's not just that, you know, we're refeeding and re-splur- you know, or splurging or whatever you want to call it, but make it a whole deal, right? Make it a camaraderie thing. Make it fun, right? Don't, don't, we go through the rigors every single day of eating the way we have to eat to, to maintain our goals. So sit down with some friends, sit down with some family, enjoy some football, enjoy some movies, enjoy whatever it is that you, that you guys enjoy and do it as a group, right? So yep. it's going to add so much more pleasure, not just to your muscles, not just to your mind, but to your overall well-being. to sit down with a group of people you care about and just pigging out, right? And having a good time and laughing and not feeling guilty about it. So when you do incorporate your cheat meal, if you can um, incorporate it with some people that are close to you in your life, because that's going to bring a lot more overall well-being benefits to you with the cheat meal. How about you, Mike? What's another uh, action step you want to give us? Well, just to go on that, Kyle, the best way to, to enjoy a cheat meal is with the, the comfort of others. <laughs> that, you totally that, read that on like a Hallmark card. <laughs> I, I was thinking of uh, Hallmark Christmas cards vacation. for personal trainers. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Um, but I'm going to go with don't feel bad after your cheat meal. And it yeah. sounds so simple, but you had your cheat meal done and over with. You accounted for it. You planned for it. Move on. Enjoy life. A lot of people – that I coach or, or talk with or, or even things that you read in articles and stuff like that. It's, you know, I had this, this cheat meal. I, we mm-hmm. should have counted how many times we said cheat meal in this episode, <laughs> but I had this cheat meal and I feel like shit, you know, and it's, and you talked about it earlier, Kyle, it's going to derail my, my gains or my progress. That's not the case guys. Don't feel guilty because you've planned for it. It's part of what you were going to do. It, it's in your, it's a new routine. You planned for it. You accounted for it. Move on. Don't feel bad. Feel great. I love, I, I feel great after a cheat meal. Oh, so yeah. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Then what the hell's the point of the cheat meal if you're going to feel like shit afterwards? You're physically yeah. probably not going to feel the best anyways right away, so you might as well not <laughs> mentally bring it down, too. Nope. So just Nothing enjoy like that. sitting on the toilet not being able to unbuckle your pants and then feeling bad about yourself at the same time. I don't know how that came. I don't know where that came <laughs> from, but damn. Um, all right, so my final action step, Mike, is going to be, guys, keep it simple, stupid. Eat. 100% clean 80% of the time, and you will not derail yourself from your, your fitness goals. 
Hopefully you already incorporated a training routine that's, that's suited to your fitness goals. Hopefully you're, you're, you're staying committed to your, your regular consistent dieting or your regular consistent healthy lifestyle throughout the week or however it is you incorporate your meal. If, it's, if your schedule allows you to have your, your, your cheat meal on a Tuesday, we'll say, for, or whatever the case may be. But guys, remember, simple, stupid. Eat 100% clean 80% of the time and you are going to be fine. You're going to have no issues whatsoever. So that's how we're going to finish off these action steps, guys. Mike, what about you? Anything else you want to throw in before we sign off? Yeah, just plan those cheat meals. Enjoy them. Move on. and you'll be, you'll be better for it after doing that. And jump on trampolines before you eat caramel apple pumpkin cookies. Good thing Enjoy you did it. Good cookies. thing. Good thing you jumped on the trampolines before you did. Because if you jumped on them afterwards, oh, dude, every dude. kid in that trampoline park would be covered in uh, caramel apple <laughs> pumpkin cookies. <laughs> we're done on that one. <laughs> and that's and that's how we're going to sign this one off. So, guys, hopefully you got something from this episode tonight. And remember, check us out on Twitter at There's No Script One. Check us out on Instagram at There's No Script to Life. Check us out on Facebook at There's No Script to Life Podcast. Download and search There's No Script to Life on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And guys, if you love what you hear, if you really enjoy what we're giving you and you feel like it's really helping you and benefiting you in life, just give us those five stars on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's the best way that you could show us that, that we're making an impact on your life. So, Mike, any last words? I got nothing. Bye.